We welcome you to another edition of Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. When we started this ministry, we'd hoped to reach those who were grieving and accompany them on their journeys with prayers, reflections, scripture, and other writings that could lead them more easily on their grief journeys. We're brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries in the Diocese of San Jose. Remember, you're always welcome in our circle of healing love and support. This is the fourth and final session regarding the death of my sister's grandbaby, Caitlin. This is really an epilogue episode when Cindy discusses briefly the help she got from the SIDS group in her community, and I offer some resources that are available online. First, I asked Cindy how soon she was offered help from the local SIDS organization. They were there probably that day. They might have come. They were there right away. And they tried to get her to go to group, and I tried to get her to go to group, and she just was not having any part of it. So I I didn't join the group, but I went up and talked to a counselor at the SIDS office in Ankeny. And they're the ones that sat me down and kind of explained SIDS. This helped both of us that um, SIDS isn't a... Um, what do I call it, suffocation, but that the brain is alive and then the switch goes off and the brain is gone. There's no, there's no pain, there's no last breath, there's no acknowledgement of the baby that anything's happening. It's just they're alive and then they're not. And that helped too because you don't know if they suffered, if they don't know if they strangled, if they don't know what, and it's, it's simply something that's not right in their brain that sets this off. And it's, or maybe not, not right, but maybe not fully developed. So even though they were born full term and everything seemed fine, something in their brain had a short in it, basically, is all. And there's nothing, she, there was nothing wrong with her. They said usually in that first three months, but it can happen up to like 18 months or so. But I, every grandbaby born after that, I'd wait till 84 days was over before I could breathe heavy. And it, that was a ridiculous thing because... It could be 90 days, it could be 54, it could be 110, but that 84-day mark was stuck in my head, so. so I'm still on their mailing list. I get there. The I didn't want to go without Randy, because I felt it was her, and if she wasn't ready, I wasn't going to go and, and step on those toes. I kind of felt, like, no, this is her call, and she just never felt comfortable doing that. She didn't. She was grieving in her own way, and this is private in some respects, and wasn't comfortable, and she didn't want to go hear about other people's right. losing their babies. Right. I mean, that doesn't make it better. No. In her mind, and I don't know if it'd make it better or not, but I read every in the when I get the SIDS paper, it's always got the first article is about somebody who's lost a, a baby, and it's just you relate to it, you relate to it, you relate to it, but that's their baby, and it, it's just. But I understand, you understand, though, what they're going through, but I don't know if reaching out to somebody, they have to just get through it. That's the only thing I can think of. 
An excellent resource online is called firstcandle.org. First candle, all one word, small letters. I have a link in the show notes, as well as a link to some of their support literature. They offer 24-hour grief helplines, a bereavement library, and peer-to-peer online support. And sacredsorrows.org sacredsorrowsoneword.org Sacred Sorrows is a place that helps bereaved mothers and grandmothers and offers in-person retreats, online resources, and monthly gatherings. And finally, we close with prayers. To everything there is a season, a time for everything under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to laugh and a time to mourn, a time to seek and a time to lose. At times we gather to remember someone who gave meaning to our lives. This is the time we recall the bonds that hold us, the love we shared, and the memories that sustain us. Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes unto the mountains. What is the source of my help? My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Ever watchful, you guide my steps. Guardian, you never sleep or slumber. Always near us, You protect us in daylight and in moonlight. You are our strength against evil, guarding our lives. You watch over our going and coming from moment to moment beyond forever. And finally, we close with a prayer from Rabbi Rami M. Shapiro. We are loved. We are loved by an unending love. We are embraced by arms that find us, even when we are hidden from ourselves. We are touched by fingers that soothe us, even when we are too proud for soothing. We are counseled by voices that guide us, even when we are too embittered to hear. We are loved 
by an unending love. We are supported by hands that uplift us, even in the midst of a fall. We are urged on by eyes that meet us, even when we are too weak for meeting. We are loved by an unending love, embraced, touched, soothed, and counseled. Ours are the arms, the fingers, and voices. Ours are the hands, the eyes, the smiles. We are loved by an unending love. Again, I want to thank my sister Cindy for sharing this most difficult story. I hope it brings those of you struggling with this issue some solace. She's truly shared her wisdom with us. Thank you, Cindy. With love. This has been another episode of Solace, Soul Plus Grief. Thank you for listening. To help support us, please subscribe at Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. Aftercare Coordinator at Catholic Cemeteries, Palliative Care Chaplain and Spiritual Director. You can reach us at the email or phone number in the show notes. Remember, be good to yourselves and go with God. Vaya con Dios.